Everything from overlanding in your stock rig to full-on LS-powered to buggies on stickies. This is the Total Offer Podcast. I'm Steve. And I'm Joel. And this is episode 142. 142. We went and did off-road things. We did. All right, let's talk about new trucks. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Damn you. (laughs) Got him. So, uh, yeah, we did. uh, We had a good uh, good, um, Labor Day weekend. I mean, I don't know. It wasn't like, it wasn't what I planned it to be. Yeah. I was really hoping that it was going to be me getting the Jeep wrapped up on Saturday and leaving Sunday morning and going to the Badlands and getting camp set up and all that stuff. And then Sunday, I spent my entire day Walking around in the rain, it feels like. Yeah, pretty much rain. Like, yeah, all, all damn Only day. here, though. Yeah, it was yeah. bone dry when I got, yeah. got out there. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't rain at the Badlands at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's bullshit. Yeah. And I, like, I just, uh, everything about that makes me angry. I know. I was wet from the waist down just because I was under the Jeep and then under the truck, and it was just pouring rain oh, on my yeah. legs. I was like, I'm not oh. moving all that stuff to put it in the shop we're oh, doing in the driveway. man. That <laughs> sucks. <laughs> That's a that's being a trooper right there. Like, yeah, uh, it needs to be done. Just gonna do it in the rain. Yeah, uh, should have brought it here. Yeah, should just put it on the trailer and brought it here. <laughs> it's one of those things you get rolling on it, and then pretty soon it's blown in a million pieces. It's like, all right, this is where it's gonna be worked on because it's not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely not moving it at that point. Um, so we're gonna get to uh my Jeep up updates, so low key updates and stuff like that. But first, we're gonna talk about Joel's YJ. What year is it again? Uh, 87. 87. Yeah. We're going to talk about your YJ and why you were half underneath of it and half covered in uh, stuff, in, stuff in rain. Stuff. Why you were half covered in rain. What were you doing to your Jeep? Uh, so that locker, I got that lunchbox locker in the front. And it is just, it a Spartan? I don't, I, I couldn't figure out what it was. Oh, the old one? Yeah. Oh. The new one's um, you are, uh, Aussie locker. Like oh, it the, is. Lockrite brand or whatever. I got you. But the old one, I, I can't tell what it was. It looked kind of like a Spartan design, but mm. I thought the locker had broke or like a pin got sheared off or around it because those pins will kind of round off and the springs will get worn out and they'll kind of just stay unlocked. But when I got in there and pulled it apart, I was like, man, everything looks good. And I took the cross pin and looked at it and the locker had basically torn through the cross pin really so eating down into it yeah and i noticed it had like a lot of extra slop in it uh-huh. like it like you'd rotate the pinion almost a like a half a turn before it <laughs> i was like well either i knocked the something out <laughs> in the, in the pinion or <laughs> but when i got in there that's what it was and so and you had a spare dana 30 was the old dana 30 out of it yeah, the okay. old the old Dana thirties in the in the shop, I and mean, like it's got the four ten and up. The ring gear's too big to on your get stuff out yeah. of it, so you got to pull the whole thing apart. Yeah, so the ring gear's too big to get the pin the the yeah the cross pins. You can't sneak it past the ring gear on the oh, Dana thirties. If it's four ten and bigger, but luckily on the three fifty five, like you can sneak the pin past it. So I just. That's wild. Busted the cover off and knocked the roll pin out and pulled mm-hmm. the pin out. Else, I was kind of going to be dead in the water if not. Yeah. So luckily that was able to happen. So how did you sneak it back into the other, into the 14 carrier? It, it was all out already. Oh, that's right. You're, yeah, yeah, I had yeah, it all apart. apart. Yeah. That's right. I forgot. I just, it, that's when, when it was all apart. That's when I, because I was making sure the 
like the carrier wasn't broke or right something weird with it. I got gotcha. you. And so then you, uh, I had to put offset tie rod ends on it too because oh, yeah. it was hitting the cover. Because you upgraded the steering? Yeah, yeah. Well, it had upgraded steering. It just was way too close to the cover. Right. And then it was like hitting it when you turn. So you did all that on Sunday? Yeah, I did that Saturday and then finished it Sunday morning. Gotcha. Also had to do a transmission flush on the truck because it was shuddering really bad. And it fixed it? The filter yeah. and, and flush? Or yep. filter, filter and fluid and, change? Yeah, f- fluid change and filter, yeah. Nice. That's good to so know. It's you, a lot better than trashing that transmission. Yeah. So if you got a 11 and newer and it starts shuddering really bad when it shifts. F-150. Yeah, F-150. Yeah. 4L or a 6R80. I got you. Change of fluid. She burnt. She burnt. Burnt. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah it No more. Oh, good. So quick, quick steering up, you know, change front diff rebuild real quick and uh fluid flush on the truck. And yeah. On the trailer and off we went. Yeah. Got there Sunday. Took the tent and everything loaded up and went. Yeah. We were going to. I spent. I know. Um, I missed you. Absurd amount of fucking time. Um, we even bought extra burgers for you. We bought. I bought a big old fucking. I was at Sam's avoiding the rain. <laughs> um, I went in there to get. Uh, I went in there to get an air mattress. Because I wanted a newer air mattress. Oh, yeah. So I got a queen size air mattress that has a, a blow up headboard. Like as part of it, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, sweet, my pillows uh, won't get away anymore." Yeah, like, that's the I'll best. Mind it. Um, and so I went and picked that up for like eighty bucks. So it's pretty, pretty decent price. It has the integrated uh, one ten pump in the thing? It's an Intex brand. Yeah, that's not the one that like keeps. I no, I don't think it auto airs auto itself. Airs. Up. That's what I want. Like I want one that like auto inflates itself. Yeah, like, John you, had one. You of those. said that like you can set a dial on the side of it or something. I need like, it. Yeah, I I've never had an air mattress. That one I have is brand new, and I woke up on the ground. <laughs> it's bullshit. Chrissy, I looked over. Chrissy's like three inches, four <laughs> inches above me. I got up. She's like slammed on the ground. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, they're like, none of them are ever airtight. And some no. are better than others, but. I'm going to make an air mattress company, and I'm going to make that bitch out of Hypalon. The stuff they make those, like, uh water rescue dinghies out of like the, oh, emer- the, the, the coast guard yeah. ships, the, what are you, what are you life rafts? Up, yeah. Stay aired up forever. Yeah. The, like the luxury it's a, cruiser it's life rafts. It's a $550 air mattress, yeah. but it'll never go bad. <laughs> you air it up one time. <laughs> has the, has the like rip cord thing. Yeah. In it, you, know, the, the <laughs> <laughs> you just throw the tent and pull this, pull the rip cord. <laughs> You're going to hear some loud noises, but don't worry about That'd it. That'd be great. Like if you could do that though, and maybe they already make something like this. I, you know, I haven't looked into any kind of like high end, um, air mattress stuff, but like <laughs> a if cot. you could, a cot. Yeah. I was literally looking at cots. Had they had a, uh, a double wide cot and I know they make them, yeah. but I did not, I didn't have any locally. Um, had they had something like that, I would have probably got that because I think I like sleeping on a cot. Yeah. Uh, they make double wide cots now. They're not yeah. too bad, but it's like a, it's like a platform, like a double or double bed or whatever. Yeah. It's like a queen size. I don't know how they do it without getting like the, um, like getting the supports like stabbing you. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Somehow they figured it out. Um, It's, it just kind of like just that tall. Yeah. Huh. When it, your weight pushes mm-hmm. out on the legs and it makes it tighter. Huh. Interesting. So the heavier you are, the tighter it gets, I guess. Huh. So, um, 
But yeah, that'd be awesome to have an air mattress that you could just throw in the tent and like pull a little ripcord, you know? Yeah, like a CO2 charger <laughs> yeah. in it. Yep. <laughs> just airs the whole thing up. All right, done. <laughs> Set to perfect pressure and everything. Yeah. Yep. We're making good. it. Let's do this. I, I, I mean, we can. We got a big enough shop to start R&D yeah, in. I'm going to do it. Yeah. You f- find the material. You, figure you out know, how, we to, how we have to stitch it. Every person on the planet is just fed up with air mattresses. Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> like, if you go read the reviews on any air mattress, <laughs> you're pretty much, yeah, you're the, accurate. The best you, one, they got one star. <laughs> your sales team just lives in the reviews of all the other air mattresses. Yeah. <laughs> Don't like this one? Not a problem. Check out ours. And, you know, most people that camp, you know, they, they buy the $100 Walmart tent and mm-hmm. $30 air mattress and they go out one time like this sucks and they never go back. Right. And they don't know if it's good gear or not, you know. But so if you could find out that's a big market. If you could figure out that CO2 thing and um and make it so you could like change the cartridges out for a reasonable price. Yeah. Like 10, 15 bucks, something like that. Like I could just keep, you know, three, you know, three or four of them in a bag and then as soon as he wants to air up his air mattress, like, oh yeah, just put a new canister in and Yeah. That'd be, I, I don't know, man. I think some people would like that. I think so. Like no more air pumping, no more having to have power. You just set up camp, poof, air mattress. And you just roll the whole If you could make it so it wouldn't uh, go down, like if you could make it so it's keep its air pressure. Yeah. You wouldn't have to make the motherfucker 18 inches thick. No, you yeah. wouldn't. No. You could do, you could do just a, a normal like nine inch thick yeah. air I think, mattress. I think a glued seam on would be where it's at. You I don't know so? the thinnest they make. Mm, yeah, because like they're trying heavy. to fold a fucking tarp. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I don't know. Might be something to look into just for fun. Yeah. And they make lots of cool nylons and different, you know, polymers and things now. But we can get on Alibaba and find somebody to make one. <laughs> you need to buy 10,000 of them, though. <laughs> oh, can I get a sample? Yeah. Yes. $10,000. Damn. <laughs> Well, I guess we'll take 10,000 of them. <laughs> Look at this motherfucker here. Um, Josh Anderson just texted me. He said, podcast time. <laughs> he knows. Yeah. He's probably, he's probably driving to work. Was well, it seven o'clock his time? Oh. Yeah. So anyway. Um, Why is it so late there? Why is it? <laughs> <laughs> Something about time change. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so you got your locker in and all that shit um, and got the flush done and then everything went well. You guys set up camp. Everything was good. Yep. Yeah. We set up camp and then got a fire going. Got a fire going. Well, we waited till about one o'clock in the morning. Well, 12 o'clock or so. <laughs> Before like, you started a fire? Yeah. Because we we're like, like, man, we're going to go get some food. And we went in and everything was closed. Oh. She's like, well, let's just go to, just, just go to Danville. And we got there like, holy cow, 20 minutes before everything closed. Oh, so it's like hell with it. Go to Walmart. And I was like, mm-hmm. man, I always just, I just need one of those little charcoal grills. Mm-hmm. Just like one of the little Weber sm- little smokies. And uh-huh. I was like, I just, I've not had a small grill in years. I'm like, hell with it. Let's go to Walmart and buy a grill and some burgers and stuff. And we came oh, back. Yeah. Like everyone's probably asleep and like in the middle of the night smelling burgers cooking. They're like, what the, the hell? <laughs> they were like cooking burgers at like one o'clock these, in the morning. These motherfuckers are high. Oh yeah. We're drinking beer. We stayed up to like four thirty, five o'clock in the morning. Jesus. 
there's some weird alarms going off at one of the plants out there. And I was like, we might die. And I was like, well, at least we got burgers and beer, you know? <laughs> then there was some weird alarm that went off around eight, eight thirty. <laughs> yeah. You know, that yeah. I don't know what that thing is. If someone knows what that alarm is. It goes off in Attica at yeah. random times. I think it's the elevator there. It might be. I'm pretty sure. There's like some type of chemical plant or something on is the there? other end of town. Ammonia? The, I don't know what it is. Make anthrax? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's out. Got a small leak. <laughs> Got a small leak. It's fine. <laughs> we'll get a small leak of ammonia. It's only 100 gallons a minute. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, yeah, you got that all set up. So, on Loki, uh, we spent all last week. I don't remember where we left off. Did I have the wide chain last week? I don't think you, I did. You had. I think I was trying to order everything, it. but the yeah sprocket. I had yes. So uh, after so that's right. We podcasted last Saturday. But it's been over well over a week since so week and a half since we last podcast. So I have to remember that. I should have listened to it. I'm dumb. Anyway, uh, after we got done podcasting, I called the junkyard <clears throat> and had them change up from the O four. Durango case I was trying to get because it had the flange on it and instead had them source one from a 99 Dakota that they had on the lot uh, that had a the same thing. So it's a 231 D-1 transfer case or a 231 D. And uh, we had they went and pulled that. I went and picked it up. It was 168 bucks or something like that. We got it over here, ripped it apart. Sure enough, inch and a half wide chain in it had everything I needed. Um, so I went ahead and pulled all that out. I ended up using the age, the quote unquote, like updated, um, shift fork for the low range. And then I used the updated, uh, shift on the fly collar. Yeah. The synchronizer ring. Yeah. The synchronizer. Yeah. The kind of like a spiral cut to it. So we use the, uh, so I use the input shaft, um, on the, from it. And then I use that collar as well. So uh, they had, yeah, they had like a, the way that it was machined was indexed a certain, was made a certain way so that they would, as soon as you tried to shift it, it would lock together faster. So there was no, like my old case, when you go to shift it from four high to two high, it would be like to go back into two wheel drive. It would go and then click in. Like if you're just doing like, you know, like three, you know, three miles an hour, something like that. Right. It's a real rough this cut one, to those synchronizers. The new too. ones. Yeah. The new ones, it's a sharp edge and it has like a, and it kind of off that sharp edge, it kind of goes down into the collar. Yeah. And so like, there's like a little like groove, so to speak. Yeah. And so like when it catches, it just sinks it right in. Even under hand pressure. Yeah. It like would oh, pull yeah. it in there. Yeah. Even, it was just even pretty me, impressive. Me doing it on the bench, just playing around with it. Yeah. I just sunk it right down in there. So that's the way to go. If you ever do it. Yeah. If you take the shift, shift fork and the. Yep. And the 99 Dakota has the same 23 spline input shaft. So um, it just was a, it seemed like a perfect fit. So we did that. And then uh, we got it put together seven times. Or was it three times? Yeah. (laughs) Anywhere from three to 12 times. (laughs) The first time we dry fit everything except for the pump. And I went home and I came back and I was at home. I was thinking, I was like, did I put the snap ring back on the 
on the planetary set. Like, I don't remember that. Well, it's not. We had so much parts on the table. It's like, are we missing this? Or is this from the other two? <laughs> so many parts scattered everywhere because every time I would take something apart, there'd be dirt there. So I'd move to a different piece of cardboard. And so, um, I ended up, uh, disassembling the entire case again to make sure that was all there. Everything was there. Oh no, it wasn't the snap ring. It was the, um, oh, the shim plates, the shim plates, yeah. the, the, poly or whatever those are right um shim plates to make sure that the everything was good um inside the planetary set and so i pulled it back apart checked that they were actually in there so like okay cool and we slammed it all back together and um i got everything put together i put the case halves together and forgot to put the friggin pump in no i put the i put the pump in the tube i put the pump inside it yeah no i put the pump inside the two case inside the actual case because i'm stupid oh that's right didn't pay any attention how anything came apart this thing's locked up yeah (laughs) this thing won't turn oh well it's because the pump's indexed into in the shaft like i think that goes on the outside (laughs) (laughs) pulled it back apart uh moved it to the other side put it back in put it back together and i did something didn't put the we didn't put the pickup tube into the pump. No, I did. And I put it snaked in there. it through. There was something. We couldn't get it to. I don't remember what we I couldn't did. get it to push in there. Cause it's is, that what I did? I, is that what I did? I just didn't put the pump and, and filter piece back no, in. I told you and to I do that. And I set it together and I was like, oh shit. Yeah, I told you to do that. Whatever. Cause I, it's been a minute since I did. That. I was like, no, you need to put that in there and then put the, the cover on it. And the, but then you can't get the tube up inside yeah, the pump. I was like, it was well. a shit show. Um, Oh, and that's what it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, the, yeah. Fil- we had the pickup tube and, and the filter in there and I tried to put the pump in after I set the case halves together yeah. and realized, no, you can't do it that way either. So you have to put the filter, uh, pickup down inside the case, index in the case, and then hook the pump into it and, and then, then slide the whole assembly together. Yeah. And then like kind of let um, it float while you push it together. Oh my God. It was dumb anyhow and after the fact at least you, know, I had you on do nice it table. like i've i've done it before and as we're doing it, i'm like oh yeah it's i remember something with this being weird but i can't remember <laughs> i feel dumb you guys can all call me dumb it's fine i just want to share my dumbness with you they're real so, easy to do there's not welcome. a lot of pro like you know yeah the cases are super yeah. simple if you just pay attention to how it comes apart and don't just just pull it all apart going i know exactly what i'm doing yeah i've done this eight times it's only a decade ago right uh, like you could definitely put it together wrong, but yeah, but it's pretty, if you watch yeah. how it comes apart, there's not like any surprise pieces. There's not no. check balls that are come flying out. It's and not like a Swiss that. clock or anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty, the insides are pretty uh, straightforward. You got two shift forks, a chain, a sprocket, and you have your intermediate shaft slash output shaft. And then you just have your planetary set. It's really, there's no clutches or nothing like that in there. So no. it's super simple. If anybody wants to pull one apart, the only thing I will say is you can't take the planetary set out until you take the, uh, seal cover um, off of the input side. You have to take that seal cover off and get that snap ring off. Yeah. Also, if you're going to take your 231 apart, just go buy a really nice snap, snap, ring, snap pliers. ring pliers. We That was one of the biggest <laughs> things we fought is I did, just kept not getting snap ring pliers. So go buy um, not the like multi yeah, snap ring pliers. Not that, the hobo like, freight ones. I mean, you can buy the hobo freight pliers, <laughs> but don't, don't buy the ones that have like the that you can like flip around multiple directions and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, it's got the, the little the flip spring. pins. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't buy those ones for this application. You need a heavy duty one. So, Hobo Freight sells a like seven piece snap ring pliers set for like seventy bucks. Just go invest in that motherfucker first, yep. and then 
tear your case apart because there's a couple of big snap rings in there that are like rowdy. Yeah. To try to get off. And when you're trying to spread a pair of needle nose apart <laughs> between two and stab <laughs> screwdrivers, in it, you're going to stab your friend at somebody, least, at least two stabbed. or three times. <laughs> we were taking apart the, the H, the 231D and Joel looks at me and he goes, how'd you get the other case apart? I was like, I just kept dick with it. He goes, you're an alien. <laughs> you're an alien. <laughs> He's like, there's three of us here with six hands trying to get this one clip ring off. Yeah. And you managed to get off by yourself. Like, yeah, it took a minute. Uh, you were real excited that day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bet I spent on that one snap ring, which is the snap ring on the uh, pump. Is it not the pump? It's like this. I don't remember now. It indexes something on the backside when you're before you even split the case halves, I think, or something like that. But anyway, getting that. No, it was the input. The, the one we fought out on the pallet right, outside right behind the, was the speedo gear ring. Is that the way? Those ones weren't too bad. The one that we fought outside on that case that we were fighting was the one behind that seal housing um, on the input shaft. It's oh, super thick and yeah. there's no room to work with it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. But there is an index in the shaft to get a screwdriver in there to kind of open that up a little bit. Yeah, it's got a so little cut out. So there's some index there. Uh, but anyway, uh, it's just it's just a pain in the butt. So anyhow, we finally assembled it four times, got it all together, um, and then I threw about a half a quart of ATF plus four inside of it and swirled it around, just rolled the case around on the bench basically to kind of just get some fluids inside of it. Um, and then we stabbed it up into the Jeep. Um, that was, what was that? Thursday? Something like that. Maybe Thursday. Or, did, were uh, we, were we it, in here Friday? Uh, yeah, we were here Friday. I think it was Friday. Was it? it yeah. It was like last minute. Yeah. So anyway, we, uh, we got that done and then, um, we, uh, I put the drive shafts in and everything else uh, Friday. Thank you. I think I tested it. I think I tested it for drive shafts Friday. Sorry. My days are blended together because um, I don't take any notes and also I work all the time. So I got the drive shafts put in. Dude, fit like a dream. Those Adam shafts, everything went together just super smooth. I mean, as you would expect with a brand new drive shaft. Right. But at the same time, I sent them off measurements. We switched up the rear drive shaft from a 1310 to a 1350, which changed the output uh, yoke on the transfer case from a yoke to a flange. And then they sent the different 1350 style flange, you know, yoke on the, or a double carton, all that stuff. We changed the yoke on the nine inch and got all that stuff figured out, man. We did, we went through a lot of different things, um, changing stuff up on the drive shafts and dude, they fit perfect. Everything yeah, it's just money. And that goes to show you how much of a science they have it down to. Cause yeah, you just tell them, oh, I need to just my, blindly give a measurement. And they yeah. automatically know the change in flanges, the difference right. in links that you're going to get from it. And yep. Yeah, that's the thing. Cause yeah, there's that, that changed a lot. It does. And yeah. uh, so they, yeah, they got all that done, dude. And they fit like a dream and uh, slammed that all together uh, Saturday morning. Got everything buttoned back up, transfer case in and tight, all linkages done, drive shafts in and tight, uh, changed an engine mount while I was there. And then I um, 
went and got fluids and filled everything up. So it needed everything because the transfer case or the transmission for whatever reason just decided to like get rid of all of its fluid. <laughs> I don't understand how like it wicks up the shaft or something. I don't understand how that's even possible. <laughs> but it literally just got rid of all of its fluid. Um, so it was like two quarts low. So obviously not all of it, but still. Yeah. It's, so, like, it's, it's like the bit. torque converter was just like out all of you. <laughs> um, I've had it. <laughs> I've had it. Uh, so I filled up everything, filled up the diffs. Oh my God, the diffs. So the front diff cover has a, uh, a like a giant like plug nut in it. And, yeah. that, and that has like an Allen head or like a hex in it. That's nine sixteenths. Mm-hmm. Who in the hell has a nine sixteenths <laughs> Allen wrench laying around? I thought that that's, I bought a, that moto built cover. I bought, I yeah. just put on when I swapped the locker out. Uh-huh. I got it all together and I looked at it. And I'm like, <laughs> why would you do that? Why would you put such a huge <laughs> Allen head? And in so there? this is just the, you know, it's just a drain plug. So I'm like, okay, it's just a drain plug. It shouldn't be hard to get out. I'm just looking to look around. I'm like, how am I going to get oh, this? Oh, it's out a drain. Of I thought it was a it's, fill a, plug. it's a fill plug, but like, you know, it's just a fill plug. So yeah. like, it shouldn't be like hell tight. Right. Um, and, uh, just one oomph. Yeah. One little oomph should break her free. Yeah. And so I'm looking around trying to figure out what I'm going to use. And you know, at Hobo Freight, um, they have those, <laughs> Uh, like to adapt a wrench to a socket. Right. So it's got a, a hex on one side and then it's got like a three eighths, a socket adapter on the other. Mm-hmm. And um, I just happened to stumble across one of those. I was like, well, that looks like it might be right size. And I stick it in there and sure shit. It's a nine sixteenths hex <laughs> in there. So I'm like, all right, perfect. Now I have that. Now how in the hell do I adapt a three eighths square to something usable? I'm like, okay, well I'll just grab a three eighths wrench and I'll just pop it loose. No, 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 no. Just hanging on that three eighths wrench. Nothing <laughs> like, okay, that's too small. <laughs> so we need something bigger. And so I adapted something to it and put a bigger wrench on it. Oh, I did a, I did a half inch adapter. So I put a half inch adapter on the three inch adapter on the three eighths adapter. <laughs> hey, good and, thing you bought all those adapters. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, exactly. I went and grabbed one out of the toolbox that we bought the other day. Hey, you could, so I think I gotta, you could get it down to the one inch. I think you're up to the I one probably inch. could have. Um, and I, <laughs> so I'm sort of trying to get this all done and it's not, it's not working for me. I'm like what in the world? So I end up, what I end up doing is I end up getting the nine sixteenths hex to three eighths. Then the three eighths to half inch and then a, no, I'm sorry. I put a five eighths impact socket on the three eighths adapter. Oh my God. And then the half inch square drive fits just inside the impact socket. <laughs> and so then I put a fucking impact with a swivel on the other end to go around the tie rod. <laughs> You're going to end up losing some teeth. <laughs> <laughs> this, thing's, this thing's about three inches long of adapters and swivels. Oh my God. Um, because I couldn't get it loose with, with a bigger with a with a five eighths wrench, I was trying to yeah. hang on it. Nothing. And so I got an impact. I'm like, I need a I need a cut, 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 you know I need yeah. that little tap of an impact. And so I put my three eighths impact on there and hit it. And I I hammered it for like oh my god a good ten seconds before it finally oh, broke man. it loose. I was a little worried. I was like, oh my god, if this doesn't come loose, I'm not sure what my next move is. Um, and finally come loose. I was like, good lord, who put this? Yeah, who put this in here? Yeah. You're just holding fluid back there. <laughs> I know who it was. Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, this is his name, name Matt Mansfield. <laughs> no, no. His name rhymes with even though. Oh no. Mm. So you can uh, only blame yourself. Yeah. 
They don't call it Steve-O type yeah. for nothing. <laughs> the worst is when you like bash them on rocks and you're like, oh, I'm going to change the diff <laughs> fluid. It's like flattened out. Like, <laughs> yeah, you go to take the diff cover off and the bolt is just missing. Like, yeah. How the Ooh. fuck did I get that off? <laughs> it's uh, like, well, thread extra. Like, well, I think that's probably why they put those plugs in there because they're harder to mm, like fill smash up, up you know? Yeah. 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 Like a bolt head's just like gone. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, I uh, got that out, filled it up, filled the front diff with fluid until it came out the fill plug. I was like, oh, that's funny because it's a high, it's one of those uh, rough stuff covers. So it's like real high fill level. Oh yeah. Put that in there, moved around to the rear diff and I've got a two and a half gallon jug of, of uh, mystic that I'm putting in there. Oh boy. And I open the big fill plug on top of the nine inch and I start putting her in there with a funnel and trying to get her in. Well, then I realized, okay, I can get the whole two and a half gallon jug up here. And so I'm like <laughs> getting out there because it's getting kind of low. And I'm pouring it and then like, okay, I'm not getting anything else out yet. And it's not pouring on the floor from the other fill plug on the front. Oh. So I'm like, hmm. And so like, I like start like crumpling up the two and a half gallon <laughs> jug to like try to get it to where I can have it like pouring directly in there. In and so yeah, I just end up like, just, I just end up like crumpling it like a pop can basically until it's done. And I'm like, well, it's completely out of fluid. I was like, it's going to have to be enough for now. And I go around and I stick my little finger, my pinky in the, in the, um, you know, the original fill for the nine inch there on the, uh, on the hogshead. Yeah. And I stick my pinky in there and it just comes out completely red. I'm like, Oh, okay. okay we're good. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I had just, enough. <laughs> just it, enough. It was just starting to seep out and it was like sitting a little puddle on the fin. That's perfect. <laughs> it's like, okay, <laughs> put the plug in there. Uh, by this time it's one o'clock on Saturday and I'm, we had to go to Bray's event. Yeah. And so I took all, or I uh, pulled it out of the shop, drove it across the parking lot, shifted the gears, br- brought it back in. And I was like, okay, it feels really weird, but it's also like f- hopping on like flat spots on the 38s because they've been sitting for so long. It's hard to tell. Dude, it's bad. It's like, go, 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 go. <laughs> We're talking like it probably raises the Jeep up like an inch or two. Oh, Lord. Yeah, it's a lot. Oh, like it's, it's impressive spot. how flat spot those get. Um, So I did that. I just rolled it around the parking lot real quick and then brought it back in. Then Sunday we came in uh, with Andy and Brian. They came in early Sunday. We recorded... Uh, next week's episode. So there's a little teaser. Uh, that's going to be a really good one. So make sure you tune into 143. Not like this one with me. <laughs> no, that one just has, uh, it's, it's off road, like, almost overlandish. Oh, but yeah. it's, uh, it's their trip to Washington. And that's all I'm telling you. Oh, it was, it was cool. Yeah. That'd be cool. So, um, I always want to go to Washington. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it, it's, it, it, you'll want to listen to next week's. So anyhow, we came in recorded that podcast. Then we went and the Jeep was kind of ready. So I pulled it out and pulled it around into the, um, into the shop and swapped the forties onto it. Oh, cause I Saturday night, I picked up my wheels from Bray. Yep. Bray got my wheels done at limitless fab. And I picked those up while I was up at his event in Peoria and which was awesome. The event was killer. They rode 96.3 miles on Saturday. Get all that on bike, stuff. On a bicycle. Yeah. Oh yeah. They, they put it down, dude. It was awesome. It was a cool event. Dude, they had it at a sweet venue. There's a, a, a brewery up there that's held, that is, is in an old church in Peoria. Oh. It's super nice. Man, that sounds cool. They gutted the inside of the church as far as like pews and all that stuff. Yeah. But left everything else ornate. That's badass. It's so, like you walk in and like there's a host stand there and then like you walk through the center and there's a giant like round bar in the middle. Like for all the brew, like the brewery stuff, like all the beer and everything. That's crazy. And then like there's tables throughout like, and it's cool because it's, it's not sectioned off, but it's kind of like they have like kind of partitions up kind of. Right. 
that they've built. And so like think you know, like you have your own like little private areas. It was really wow, that's really, really neat. neat. Yeah, it was. It's super neat inside. I'm gonna have to go there. Somewhere. And so um I can't remember the name of it, but I bet I'm sure you can find it. Use the Google machine. The Google machine will tell you brewery in Puria in a church. <laughs> you think <laughs> is that is that sacrilege? Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> it's like, but there's so many yeah. of them. There, Monarch in, in a uh, Monarch Brewery in Monticello did the same thing. Um, yeah, I mean, it's like people make houses out of churches. They're really pretty when you do them, right? They're really cool. Yeah. It's like, well, you know, it's probably all, it was probably okay, but, you know, you made the confessional boost in a urinal, so I think, I think God <laughs> might be mad about it. <laughs> it's uh, Obed, Obed and Isaac's microbrewery and eatery that's really cool yeah um and it is it's super cool and then they built uh behind the church they put an outdoor venue basically and it's a very nice size full concrete patio with a outdoor bar and then they have like a building that's like it has all their brewery stuff in it and then it has a uh like a lean-to over the side of it like uh, uh, the awning that you can be under yeah and they had a whole bunch of they rocked the whole thing um with like pea gravel and then they put up um, a few, like there's a bags uh, deal there and there's some like other like activity stuff. It's kind of like how rigs is, you know, like yeah, the, little, like side, the yep. little side player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they got that kind of set up. It was super, it was nice and it was pleasant. The weather was great. But anyway, picked up my wheels um, from Bray and then Sunday morning we did the podcast and then we went and mounted the one wheel back up, the beadlock back up to the 40, got the 40s put on the Jeep. Um, I did forget to mention that on Saturday, uh, before I left to go get fluids for the Jeep, I did swap the stock size tires onto the crew cab. Yep. So I put the 245, 75, 16s back on there. Baby tires. With ugly wheels. It's fine. Man, so, you know, if you could just if, polish if those or something. If you knew a guy who could polish those. If you knew a guy who was getting ready to go out there right now, like, after this and polish a set of PYOs. <laughs> yeah. uh, so um, I did put these smaller tires on the crew cab back to Sunday. Got the forties put on. Um, and then it was about noon, roughly about noon. And Andy and Brian had to take off and go to Cincinnati to pick up some wheels. They and they're took all off. over the place. Yeah, they took off. I took the Jeep for a test drive. So this is the first test drive after everything. So this is the first like road test drive. You know, right. I drove around the lot, but this is the first road test drive. So take off, get out on the road. I had it. I had the shifter locked in overdrive. So there's an overdrive button on the on the rad shifter. Yep. And so I had it locked in overdrive. Didn't realize it. I was in second. I was like, this thing has no balls. <laughs> in third at like 15 miles an hour. Yeah. Um, trying to hump. 40s. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. So I clicked the switch and, and got it turned off. And then wow, way I went and um, kind of cruised down the highway here on 45, put down like a mile or two down to the first stoplight. And it kind of felt a little, eh, I wasn't real sure about it. Kind of a lot of noises and stuff like that. And it's been a while since I've driven down yeah, the street. So I forgot yeah. about it. Um, turned the corner, just kind of moseyed it down the next road over a mile and then the country and I was out in the country. So then out in the country, I kind of stopped, kind of give her a good bit of throttle, make sure, you know, see how she did under throttle. Um, took off just fine. Ran, ran it through the gears. Um, super smooth. I ran it up to, I can't remember how far that speedometer's off and I didn't trust it. I, I wasn't comfortable enough yet to uh, pull my phone out of my pocket and turn on my GPS. Right. Um, 
And, but the, the speedometer said 75. I'm thinking that's probably like 60, 65. But when I had the shakes um, last time, the vibration, the drive shaft, the drive line vibration um, that made me basically stop driving it because I couldn't go over 58 miles an hour. If you like 58 to 62 was the sweet spot. If you get over 62, it just vibrated like crazy. The mirrors were shaking. Everything else. <laughs> it was smooth as glass. I let off the throttle. Oh, got awesome. on the throttle. I felt nothing. That's the whole great. Time. Super smooth. So the drive shafts fixed the vibration. So I was right. The rear drive shaft was the problem. Right. Yep. So that is super exciting. That may have been caused by me because I requested the rear drive shaft be built at a quarter wall. Oh. So it might have been a little on the old heavy side. Could have been. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, this that is was fine the, for the trail, but don't yeah, ever get on. That the was with and it. that was on the shaft I had built from Hall Brothers. Oh, so yeah. that's the one that I got shortened for the front. Um, is built a little stout for monster truck stuff. And that was before, and that was when it was long. Now it's been shortened and rebalanced again and completely rebuilt. So I don't know if it's fixed or not. Yeah. If I sell it to Myrtle, he'll be able to tell us. Yeah. And you know, if it's a trail rig, you know, it's going to do somebody just fine. Oh yeah. For trail rig, it'd be fine. I mean, you wouldn't have to worry about it. And it it may be fine now. He may have fixed whatever I had going wrong with it, you know? Yeah. Because it's been fully and rebuilt and balanced again. And there's so many variables, you know, the front and rear drive shafts mm-hmm. being messed with and the question oh of the transfer case. And <laughs> some, you know, you got to a point where you've changed so many stuff now. Yeah. You know, it's like if it still was there, you would not really have any clue where to go with it. Right. But since, you know, it's all new stuff mm-hmm. and it went away, then doesn't matter. It's good to go. So, so it's definitely a drive shaft then. Yeah. So the good news is, is that we have. A six gear planetary in the transfer case. Now we have a updated collar, uh, two wheel drive, four wheel drive collar. So would you call that a range collar? Yeah. Um, we have that updated to the shift on the fly, which makes zero difference for anything other than going from four wheel high to two wheel high. So it, if you don't want to change that, you don't have that. It's not a big deal. No. Um, I, I will say that collar though, the collar on my 94 transfer case Inside of it, the splines had three separate um, splined sections and then smooth bore in between them. And so like it wasn't didn't have a full contact, obviously didn't matter. But the newer updated version was splined all the way through. Right. So it de- it technically has more spline contact. Well, more is better. You if know? you rip those splines <laughs> off of the inside of that collar, you got bigger problems. It's crazy when you look at how those are built too. how much oh my slop God. is in it. Like, yeah. You know, if you look at the synchronizer <laughs> rings, how they slide and engage gears on a on a transmission, uh-huh. you know, it's like some tight tolerances and they have backlash to them and mm-hmm. certain, you know, a certain amount of tight tolerance. And those those things are like, I don't know what, a quarter, eighth was, inch of slop. No, I mean, way more than that. It's it was insane. a quarter, three eighths. It's huge. The yeah. amount of slop in the engagement rings, uh, for like the four wheel drive. And it's not just yours. That's just how it's built. That's just how like, it's built. Yeah. yeah. And, and like, cause you could tell there's no wear. No, Mine had no wear on brand it. new on the inside. And, uh, it's intense to look at how little the contact patch is yeah. for like some of the things, the engagers there. And this is what holds everything together. Yeah, It's like, Oh yeah, that takes all of the torque is insane. All the time. <laughs> oh yeah. All the torque all the time. Like, Oh, are you bouncing on a rock? Yeah. It's, it's riding on a, on a like three sixteenths wide piece of hardened steel that has a, three sixteenths by three sixteenths contact patch. And yeah. there's like, I don't know, 
20 of them and they're like, <laughs> and, they're, and they're kind of edge. So it's like, yeah. it's, it's even, wild. it's even smaller contact towards the bottom. That just goes to show you how well they have engineered, um, that metal. Yeah. Absolutely. To be hard enough to take that abuse and not shatter, especially being in it for how many hundred thousand miles, mm-hmm. all the abuse you gave to it when you pulled it apart. If you put it next to a new one, you might be able to tell the difference, but uh, yeah, I doubt the, there you were really, when we were changing, when I changed the input shaft on mine, so I had the input shaft from my Cherokee and I had the input shaft from the Dakota. The Dakota had more wear on the input shaft where, where the, uh, um, where the helical cut gears go into the six, into the planetary. Yeah. Like we were looking at the two of them on mine. You could still see all the machining, um, lines on the top of the teeth. Whereas the Dakota, you could see just a little thinner line. So they had, it had a little more wear, but it wasn't anything notable when you put it back, when you put it inside the six pinion planetary, there was zero slop. Right. I couldn't get mine. What was it? I tried to take my input, it, uh, my input shaft and put it inside the three year planetary from oh, the yeah, it D- wouldn't fit. Dakota. And it, yeah, would, it, it just not would fit. not go. It was wild. I don't know if it was just, but uh, everything else would interchange. Yeah, like it was crazy. Yeah, like, yours would fit in it, but not vice versa. The Dakota input shaft would fit right into my three-year planetary that came out of my transfer case without without anything, and then it would fit in the six-year without any problem, and it would fit back in its in its own planetary uh, set without a problem. But the input shaft out of my Cherokee would fit in the six-year and the original planetary set, but not in the Dakota planetary set. Yeah, it was crazy. It was just like. I was like, this makes no sense. Thousand, <laughs> just a thousandth of an inch yeah. difference. And I'm guessing it was wear related. It could, yeah, I yeah. think it's like a folded over the little helical gears enough so, that yeah, it, something it meshed to the old off. one and just wouldn't go. I, I bet I could put it in with a hammer. I bet you could. We you can put anything in with a hammer, <laughs> you know? So we, uh, um, so anyway, that's some of the things that we noticed on that. Um, everything put together. I got the trailer picked up Sunday morning or no, I got the, what the hell was it? Oh, I went home after, what am I thinking here? I got done doing the podcast, got the Jeep uh, out for test drive, drove around a bit, was trying to find some noises, parked it. By this time, Owen was down for nap. It was about a little after one, ran home, did a few things around the house, and then uh, had to take the dog to the boarding Cause we're planning on going camping. Right. Yeah. And so I took off, went and got the trailer, took him into boredom. And about that time it started sprinkling. I got to Sam's club and it was, I felt it downpouring. Yeah. I felt that too. Yeah. <laughs> All over my pants just <laughs> So bad. It was, it was dumping. I don't know how bad it was in Sydney, but it was dumping. I think they got a couple inches in champagne. Yeah. It was, it was, bad. it wasn't, it wasn't like, uh, you're on the outskirts of it. Flooded, yeah. But it was yeah. still like intermittently when I went to drop him off. So I went to Sam's and I was like, well, I'm just going to run in here. And like, by the time I got there in the parking lot and went to run inside, the parking lot was a, was a river. Yeah. And when I came back out, it was even more of a river. And, uh, Champagne floods so bad anymore. It's ridiculous. It was, just, it was just dumping rain. It was for like 45 minutes straight, just like heavy rain. Yeah. And then uh, I went, got fuel, left there, ran him over to the bordering, uh, over to where they he gets boarded. And their parking lot uh, has just a little bit of a slope to it. And where you would like normally walk in the front door was like two and a half, three inches deep in water. <laughs> I was oh, like, no. oh, well, we're not going in that entrance. <laughs> and then. Get uh, your shoes wet. Got him dropped off, headed to the ran tool went to 
uh, Walmart and Rantoul, got a tent, then ran to the shop, got the Jeep loaded, uh, went through and checked everything, checked fluids in the pickup, aired all the tires up. It's weird. I put those short tires on there, you know, with the BFGs on there, which were 255, 85, 16. And they are just a, a E-rated tire, 10 ply. Switched from those to a 245, 75, 16 uh, Firestone HT, which is also E-rated 10 ply. And it's crazy how much those tires bulge. Like the sidewall must be so much softer. Yeah, it could be. It's wild. Like I put the tires on there. They're at 40 PSI and I had to air them up to 55 with nothing on the truck, just the truck sitting there to not have a bulge. And then I had to air the rears up to 70 once I loaded the Jeep just to get the bulge back out of the tire. Were those new tires? No. Yeah. They're old. They came off the fire truck. Oh. Yeah. Was it, did it catch on fire with those tires on it? Oh, uh, yeah, maybe. Hey, my pillow. Nah, it's fine. Softened up. <laughs> um, now, so the engine bay and fender area, so like where the tires were there, like the front tires were, um, like there was no burn there. And then where the bed was, there was really no burn there. Because just the interior, just the cab of it just went oh, up in flames. Yeah. And so for the most part, they got hot, but they didn't get like baked Mm-hmm. And so the front, you could feel on like the edge of the, um, of the edge of the lugs is just a little chalky. Yeah. And so I like put those, it. so I put those on the rear, <laughs> like, ah, put those back there where they're not steer tires. Yeah. And I put the rears on the front. The rears felt fine. Um, but you know, it's supposed to be just a one trip set of tires. So they made it over there and back and they didn't blow out. So I think right. we're good. Yeah. You know, I've run 80 with them and I had a trailer on the back. Yeah. You're good then. Yeah. So you know, it just had to do it once. Mm-hmm. I don't plan on doing it again on them, so I'm good. Yeah, you say that, but you, my you're going to be like, nah, I just need to order my 20s. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway. Um, and you can, you can, you know, tell Jessica, but it's for safety. But it's for safety. <laughs> we need these. So I got the Jeep loaded on the trailer and was pretty much ready to go with the exception of I had to pack all my tools up. So unorganized, so unready for this trip. I literally, like, there were tools scattered all over the place. Like, yeah. all over the place. There were toolboxes in the garage, toolboxes in the war room, <laughs> like, toolboxes in the shop. Like, it was <laughs> everywhere. I'm like, this is ridiculous. I need tools specifically for work. Right. That are only for work. And then I need separate tools that are specifically for either home or wheeling or whatever. It always crosses over at some point in time oh because you'll, you'll God. lose something out of one kit and you're like, I got to drag this whole thing out <sighs> to get a socket or a wrench out. And then pretty soon you got both kits everywhere. No, we're going to work hard <laughs> the next three months and we're going to buy every fucking tool we need for the shop. Yeah. And it's going to be like, I'm going to spray paint all the shit blue. Or yeah. something. I'm gonna do something. Well, I mean, like everything you see here stays here. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> That'll be the separation. Like this does not go in the garage. Is that a blue wrench? You want to die? <laughs> Put that back. <laughs> Why is this in the war room? <laughs> Hang it up. Throw it. Throw it. Mm-hmm. Anthony. <laughs> I know you did this. I know you did this. I can see it. Your hand has blue paint on it. <laughs> no. Um. So anyway. I finally got all that stuff uh, packed into the Jeep. I was like, this is stupid. I'm going for a day and a half. Like, I don't, this is, I, I don't need any of this. I got down that road too. I didn't pack a one damn tool. I was really? No, nah, not a I figured you had everything. Thing. <laughs> I was like, I was like, ah, I figured Steve would bring his tools. You're looking at me. Well, I thought you'd bring some tools. Well, hold on. We ain't got nothing. 
Turns out all the tools we had would not fix the problem. No. So let's move on to, since I've strung this out for way too long. Um, I'm so, I, I don't write anything down. I'm so detailed in my stories. It just gets a little like insane. You got to paint a picture though. They can't, they, they weren't it's there. They great, can't see but it. But it looks like a Picasso. Pictures. Yeah. Like, why is there an eyeball on its foot? I don't know. Cause I forgot that detail until yeah. now. Uh, anyway, got loaded up, went home. I was like, I need a shower. Went home, got a shower. I was calling Joel. Joel was, you guys were already over at the campgrounds starting yep. to get, trying to get set up. When I left here, you guys had just rolled in and you were buying to get a campsite. You're like, Hey, do you want me to reserve? You want like, right. I don't know. At this point, it's like six o'clock Illinois time. I get home, I get a shower. It's like going on seven. I was like, time we get over there, it'll be eight. It'll be time for Owen to go to bed. We're gonna have to like pitch a tent and then basically just throw him in there and be like, all right, go to sleep. Yeah. And uh <laughs> good luck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> good luck. And I was like, this could have just slept in my tent. Yeah. Probably had enough room. Yeah. Probably could have thrown up another air mattress in there. Right. I don't know. Sound like it was going to get noisy that night. So probably not. <laughs> you just uh, wake up with meat eyes and like you smell different when you're awake. <laughs> like what? Get all away from me. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, after I got out of the shower, I was like, all right, I'm going to text Joel and see if he got us a campsite. And you didn't answer. You guys were doing something. Yeah. Fire I think I was like setting the, setting the and, uh, so I like called you and I was like, Hey, did you get my text message? You're like, no, I just got back to my phone. <laughs> I was like, cool. If you haven't already reserved us a site, we're just going to call it. It was still raining at home at this point. And it was beautiful out there. The grass <laughs> wasn't even wet. Bullshit. <laughs> and, like, and I was watching the radar and it said it was raining there. And you're like, yeah. no, it's fine. It's dry. You said it was supposed to rain all day yeah. and all that. Dude, it was dry. It was like <laughs> everything was a dust bowl. It was so it dry. It was a dust bowl. I was like, geez. Uh, and a lion. Uh, so we called it. We just, uh, I'd already put the, we'd boarded the dog, which was fine. He needed a vacation and I needed a vacation from him. <laughs> and, uh, the second <clears throat> kid. Yeah. He gets so cooped up and rowdy. So we, uh, stayed home, put Owen to bed, got up next morning early. Um, <laughs> I had seen the wild bill had to, uh, message or had commented on one of the posts on Facebook. And so I messaged him. I was like, yeah, I got the Jeep done. We're going wheeling in the morning. You want to go? He's yeah. like, well, I just got back from the Badlands, but uh, yeah, yeah, I think I'll go. <laughs> He's always down. He's like, the Jeep's still in the trailer, so sure, I'll go. And uh, He's so, funny. I uh, like Bill. Yeah, I do too. And so I woke up the next morning at 6, and I'm like, oh, God, I wanted to be on the road by now. And so I go stumbling out of the house to go start getting some stuff together. I had to, I had to put a screw in the fender um, on the Jeep still. and. As I'm walking out the door, I'm looking like my eyes are still like fuzzy from like trying to wake up. I'm looking across like quarter mile down my road to the hard road. And I'm like, is somebody turning around, like backing up down there? I'm like, is it a red Jeep on a trailer? I'm like, that's fucking Bill. I look you down don't my have phone. to go to him. He I, come to you. I look at my phone and I'm like, and there's a text message from Bill, which I just looked at my phone before that. And like, I looked down at my phone. He goes, I forget where you live. And I called him. I'm like. Well, you just turned around on my road, so <laughs> I do that too. Though I'll like I I know exactly where you live, and I'll drive past. I'm like son of a bitch. Go down Everybody the next block. It. I don't know. It's just a Dave, weird. Dave missed it when he was coming over. <clears throat> he like he went whizzing by. I was like, oh, it looks like Dave. I just know when you get to the next block and you look over and see the grain bins. You're, you're like, like son mm, of a bitch. I passed. That's it. not it. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> Bill showed up. We got to chit chatting. I got the fender bolted on. Jess got Owen ready, up and ready, so like that packed up. Loaded up. I had to go drop a box of sandpaper off to uh, another polisher. He was out of sandpaper. And so I 
stole sandpaper out of the mobile rig and wow. sold it to him at a ridiculous rate. Yeah. I thought I thought what I was selling it to him for was already a bad price. He put twenty dollars on top of it. I was oh, like, damn. hey, that sounds good. Yeah. He was like, Hey man, you're saving me. I wouldn't have any sandpaper at all today if not for you. I'm like, <laughs> we no just problem. had that conversation too about loading <laughs> up on sandpaper. Yep. Yeah, Especially with my ass. I like I I'll cut something for like five <laughs> seconds. I'm like, that one's trash. Like, totally. <laughs> the uh, how much is a box of this? <laughs> <laughs> Joel, that's two thousand dollars in sandpaper. Shit. Um, <laughs> that we we only charged a hundred for that wheel. <laughs> oh no. Um yeah, so I went and dropped that off to him and then we headed over to the park, got to the park. You were still sleeping. I heard well, you come in. You were, you were maybe awake, but yeah, we were just, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Like four hours of sleep. Fuck, I'm up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do though. When I go wheeling, uh, man, I'll just like stay. I didn't drink very much. I only had like two or three beers, but usually I'll just get like hammered and wake up like three hours like later. ass crack of dawn, like ready to go. <laughs> if you did that any other day, I'm like, no, no. Not doing it. I heard you go by and rev and I was like, Steve's here. And she goes, how'd you know? I'm like, well, you know how you can hear your kid's voice in a crowd of kids and you know, that's your kid. Like, that's how I am with cars. Yeah. Like, I know. Boom. It's like, that's yeah. my, that's my brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, family. Uh. <laughs> so, uh, yep. We got out of the park, got logged, uh, checked in all that stuff, got unloaded, uh, got everything done about that. So we just got everything off the trailer. You guys came rolling over. And then uh, Andy and Josh come rolling in. So Andy and Brian were in Andy's Jeep and then Josh and his cousin Chris were in his Jeep. And then it was time to go wheeling. Finally. Yep. Finally. We did it. We did it. That's what Owen kept saying. We're doing it. it. (laughs) (laughs) So that was his first trip out. Uh, actually, like, really Daddy, well. did you bring the jack stands? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That'd have been funny. <laughs> Shut your little mouth. <laughs> There's so many little, like Andy was talking about this on the last episode we recorded. He was saying like, uh, oh man, you should get him to like say all these like little sound bites into the <laughs> yes, microphone and then, like funny. use them. I was like, that would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> just my kid talking shit to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just insert those in, throughout the podcast. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, we uh we were basically ready to go wheeling, so we headed off to the quarry. Yep, and uh went over there. So Josh Anderson had just got has just gotten his four link put in the rear. So basically, all new rear suspension, new coilovers in the front. Uh, front coilovers moved to the rear. I think maybe adjusted a spring rate with that. Um, he's like, dude, I got so much stuff to check clearance oh, yeah. wise. You can flex stuff out in the shop all you want, but when you get out on trail and totally get on different. to a set of rocks and stuff like that, you get to a, like a real crunch spot. Um, that's when you really find like, oh, well, that doesn't clear. Yeah, you're definitely gonna find out all your problems on trail, unfortunately. Yep. yep. Um, so I think we're gonna have him back on here in a little bit. So I don't, don't want to spoil too much on how it went down for him, but uh everything on my end was good. Uh Jeep felt great. Yeah, uh, everything worked, great. worked well. We went into the quarry. There's that one ledge that we always try to go up. Some people call it the waterfall. Yeah. Um, down toward, towards the pond a little bit. Um, first thing, as soon as I roll in the quarry, I kind of looked at that and Jess like, well, let's not go up something like that. I'll, I'll get, I'll get out with it. I'm like, no, like that's, that's fine. It's like fine. that one's, it's super simple. Like it's not rowdy or nothing. She we'll just jump out on those, but all the crazy shit. She's <laughs> like, yeah, get with it. <laughs> and she, uh, an uh, we went up to that or we pulled up to that face or whatever. And I kind of, uh, went up it and that jeep just crawls up that oh, it's yeah. made for that obstacle yeah absolutely it just drives right up it and perfect wheelbase yeah. perfect width and i wasn't trying to i knew exactly what line i needed to take it 
to take so it wasn't real rough. Right. Being as like literally his first obstacle. Yeah. And I did that, pull up to the top, and I look back at him and I'm laughing, I'm smiling and stuff like that. And so he's like, Oh, that's what we're supposed to do? Okay. And yeah. so he starts laughing, giggling, smiling. And then uh as we do other stuff throughout the <laughs> he's day. Like, Daddy, you wrecked? Oh, dude, he's like he's back there just giggling his face yeah, off. That's when awesome. we got into that's perfect. We were doing something and it was like jostling him around. Yeah. And he was like shaking around in his seat rotor, dude. He's back there having a ball. Yeah. It's like a, just cracking up, laughing. It's a, it's your own personal little, uh, fair ride. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. And I told, and Jess is like, he's just loving life back there. That's great. I was like, that comes from me. I put him on my head. I like put him on my shoulders, like in the, in the house. And I've been doing this for oh, probably over a year. I put him on my shoulders and I'm like, and I'm like, I'm, I got him holding him like by his armpits, you know? Yeah. And so I'm like, I'm shaking him back and forth. Like, you know, like a, like a race car, like camped up race car. And then like, I'll like run across the living room. Like, like, I'm like, like that. He, he just loves it again. Again. That's always, a, always doing that. And so, uh, that's the way to get him broken. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah. So then he's sitting in the back jumping, you know, getting jostled around. He's yeah. thinking he's on, he's doing that again, again. <laughs> and he did that. We went up that another time. Uh, the second time we went up that obstacle, we get to the top of it. He goes again. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. That's way so, better than crying. My yeah. daughter is first time we went out. It was great. She's she had too a blast. Old. She's too old. Yeah. She understands yeah. like yeah. we're going to die. Well, she was fine. She had a blast. And then, the first time we went out and then the second, the, the second time she went out, I took, uh, I let Chrissy drive and that yeah. was her first time driving on the trail. And, you know, she didn't quite understand with lockers, you know, it turns mm -hmm. real shit, like shallow. It's, it's got a lot of like an uh, oversteer to it. You yeah. know, you got to turn way before I was like, no, you want to point, you know, cause we're, I think we're on blue trail and it's like that real steep drop and it mm -hmm. turns to the left. And, uh, I was like, you need to start turning right now. You need to start turning right now. And she didn't do it. She turned like as she was a, like dumping in. Was this, wait, so was this the one where you're up on top of the ridge and you turn and go down the hill? It's like the really cool trail that used, it was like the last little orange. bit it used to be orange. Yeah. Yeah. It's that real sharp drop in. And it's, it's like kind of off camber. I didn't realize that's where you're at. I thought rolled. you were in the dunes. You're not, it was, it wasn't in the dunes. It was in the woods. Yeah, it was in the woods. It was, oh, it was it's the one where trail. everybody tries to roll. That's where Bray totaled hit or not total, but that's where Bray, um, got, Oh, I don't know what happened. It was like, it was ice. And that's yeah. where I hit the tree. If you slide it, if you slide it all in there and you get yeah. up on the wall, it's dumping you over. No, oh, yeah. That's but we're, where, we that's came down at like his. He, on one wheel. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's, it's good for that. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is like in a short wheelbase vehicle, that's super easy to avoid. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, if you cut it high, it will try to dump you and over. And that's what she did. She I cut didn't it realize high. that's where you're at. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. That, that it's less sketchy now than it used to be, mm -hmm. but it's still. Uh, it will still put you in a real bad spot. Well, like, you know, I didn't, I didn't yell or, or like, yeah, yeah. yeah like, stop, stop me or did, I didn't mm -hmm. correct her in mm -hmm. a way, but I was like being like authoritative. Mm -hmm. I said, you're dumping us over. Yeah. Don't hit the brakes. If anything, <laughs> I was like, do not hit the brake. Cause she touched the brakes uh -huh. as we dumped and it dumped, mm -hmm. started to dump us more. This is gonna. And hurt I was a like, lot. I was like, don't hit the brakes, don't hit the brakes. I was like, just let it go, just let it go. Yep, I was like, you're dumping us over. I was like, don't panic. You know, like you don't have time to say, hey, don't panic. That's the interesting thing about that obstacle. Or it's not even an obstacle; it's just a turn. But um, it's it's unassuming. You you think it's yeah. like everything else you get in it, and that, but it's not. It's, it's not. Like, yeah, it'll drop you out. And the thing is, is yeah, if you're too high on that, the 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 interesting thing about it though is that really to get out of it, 
is just drive through it. Yeah. Just and drive so like, yeah, it. If you just, if you just literally like, Oh, it's going to dump me. If you just floor it, if mm-hmm. you're in a position, there's sometimes that people get into a cocky, a cocky, not cocky, but yeah. like into a odd position where if they floor it, they'll just go into the woods. Yeah. Like they don't have enough turn on it, but right. if you have enough turn to where you can get your wheels, if you're towards, pointing in the right direction yeah, towards uh, that hill, yeah. the downhill, like if you just, just a quick little slap of the throttle, it'll literally just pull you down and mm-hmm. then it's flat again. Right. And so like, it's super, it's, it's a interesting, it's a nice little technical yeah. turn. Yeah. But, uh, and that, yeah. and that, and she didn't do anything wrong. She just didn't see it. Mm-hmm. And I'm aware of it because yeah. I'd been there. Right. And, uh, but yeah, that was the end of it for her. She was back there just bawling. <laughs> yeah. And then right after that, we're like, for whatever reason, you know, there's not a lot of soup mud out there, especially on the trails. <laughs> yeah, but right there For it is. whatever reason, dude, they had that thing souped up. And it was like, I was like, I don't remember it being this deep and it just rained all day. And she dropped tires down and I was like, just drop your tires on it and see if there's a bottom. Because a lot of that, <laughs> it looks real soupy, but it's solid as a rock right. underneath. This wasn't the case. No, it dropped like <clears throat> two feet and then sunk. <laughs> and I watched the bumper splash. And I was like, oh, fuck, we're in it now. I was like, we'll try backing up a little bit. And it just was sliding. I was like, all right, put it in drive. Put it on the mat. Do not let up. I don't care if the motor blows up. Because it's like, I don't have a winch. And we're not winching out of this thing. And we don't have anybody with us. And it just, dude, it coated me. Everybody got coated except for Chrissy. There's, oh, really? I got that video I posted. Yeah. She's crying. There's mud all over. <laughs> then right after that, like Bubba come out, Brian, he uh-huh. came out with his TJ, got up on that, that waterfall ledge, uh-huh. you know, and he, and he dumped it over, blew the glass out. Oh, good grief. I mean, just like one after another, she's just like. And this is on a different trip. This wasn't on the trip we just did. No, this was, yeah. was all the same day though. Yeah. That was all the same day. On and she trip. was just done with it i mean just <laughs> done with it after that it's just like now you go hey you want to go badlands with us oh no i'm good <laughs> oh that sucks so, i mean i didn't mean to ruin it I, you yeah. know it's like if you give like a shotgun to someone that's never shot a gun before <laughs> yeah. and they're like i'm done with it but if you get a 22 then they might like it but like yeah. i don't ever want to be that person to scare people away from something but yeah, there's just certain situations that'll do that yeah, and wheeling is one of those. Like maybe if you can if you can get some road miles back on that thing. Yeah, and get her you know comfortable like again in to it. it. Yeah, and Jessica even said like it did. I had the top off that second yeah. time we went out. And she's yeah. like, she's like watching stuff come up to the side. Like uh-huh. this is like uh, I don't have anything protecting me. Yeah, I mean kids don't know yeah, glass yeah. doesn't stop anything. Right, but, but still you feel more encapsulated. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah, like, you're you were, the one with the four point harness on and everything. I get this old <laughs> ripped up seatbelt on. I was like, we'd go flying out. You'd be fine. When you were trying to get up that, uh, that wall, um, the first little obstacle I did in the quarry, when you were trying to get up that, and I was like, your, your wheelbase is not, not good, not right. And you kept like bouncing on it. I'm like, don't roll it over. Like, <laughs> well, you know, and people think I'm hot dogging when I do that. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I know I can't do it, but I want to feel where mm-hmm. my shortcoming is. Yeah. So I can make changes. Put, put wheels on it just to feel it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, just so I know. And I yeah. know I need at, at least seven to 10 inches more wheelbase. Yeah. That's, That's really limiting me. That's what she said. Uh, yeah. When you pulled up on the back wall to try to go back, I'm like, no, Joel, no, no. I've seen one. I've seen Cherokees it, go over backwards on it these. It felt good. But Bill's like, yeah, you're hanging that tire like three foot in the air. I'm like, it felt solid. <laughs> but you know, low least center gravity. Least you problem. can't tell. Yeah, yeah. I can't tell. That's the thing. Like, I feel like you should leave it as far as like height wise, leave it about where it's at. I'm going to leave it right where it's and at. And then, um, and then just do those highline fenders that you were yep. talking about where you cut into the hood. Yep. Do that. Go up with the fenders there, do a comp cut in the rear 
and clean. And can you keep the rear seat? And yeah, yeah, you probably can because you, you really don't you, need to get into the wheel belt any. any. And um, sorry about that. Yeah. And the the only thing that you know, when, and when you do, if you do a super high line in the rear fender, they make tubs that you basically cut that inner fender out and then yeah. stacks on top of the. But tub. Can you keep your seat? Yeah, you can keep the seat. Oh, really? Yeah, because yeah. nice. you're not cutting inwards on the tub. You're just, just cutting up. up. Yeah, because, I mean, even if you went to tons, you really wouldn't have to worry about it because then you spread out some more. Right. Even if you had to run a little spacer on the back. Now, you 8-8 swamp the rear. Yeah. And just a 30 up front. Yeah. The 30 up front, you looks like it has chromos. Yeah, it does. It looks <clears> like <throat> it. I can't verify 100%, but right. I think I would have broke a stock one by now. Yeah, maybe. Because I was like, open. Right. So you got four tens, which is a little low. It probably wouldn't. You probably wouldn't want to go over to 35. Yeah. With four tens. That's for sure. Well, see, Brendan's running 373s on those 37s. Really? And it does great. He's on, I think he's on 36s. Or but, they're, 36s but they're TSL, the T- so like yeah, 34s. SXs, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, interesting. 373s. Yeah, he's running 373s. Wow. I mean, if you got enough oomph in the old engine there she'll you know, turn over and i'm kind of a wheel speed <clears throat> wheeler anyways like yeah you know like i'll crawl on stuff but like if it doesn't bite i'm putting it on the mat yeah and if it bounces i'll stop but like yeah. if it starts bouncing real right. bad but I, I like doing that anyway so it's like yeah that higher gear doesn't bother me and it doesn't stress me out if it was a stick shift it'd probably be different right because you gotta jump on and off the clutch and it's annoying so, so we played around in the quarry a bit and uh, goofed off in there, let everybody kind of play on obstacles. Josh was getting a feel for his rig and how everything worked and how it felt. I think he's yeah. got a little bit of fine tuning to do. It's doing good though. Yeah. And then uh, about by then it was almost noon or it was noon. <clears throat> and I was like, well, let's make uh, tracks for the, uh, for lunch. Let's go head back up and go get some lunch. So we started heading out. We didn't even get out of the quarry and we lost Owen. He was zombie. Yeah. He got, <laughs> it rocked him to sleep. Yeah. Yep. I looked back and he was out and I was like, oh boy. And like, yeah. it's, it's the worst. We're like working our way through there and kind of, you know, it's bumpy, you know, even though it's got five PSI, it's still, you know, kind of bumpy yeah, rolling through all this stuff. Gonna be. And he's back there when he gets shook around, kind of, you look back, he's got a big old frowny face and it's like fists are clenched together <laughs> and he's just angry. Like, it's like, stop it. I'm sleeping. <laughs> stop and, trying to wake uh, me up. So we kind of just eased on back to, to lunch there, parked it. Left him in there, just stayed with him, and then I went and grabbed some lunch and food. And about halfway through eating, he woke up. Yeah, and uh, there were some foilers out there getting noisy. Yeah, brapping, brapping, and that woke him up. I was like, "Fuck, noisy ass exhaust! <laughs> hey, shut up! Put stock exhaust back on that asshole!" Uh, my kid's trying to sleep. Uh, anyway, um, so we uh, got lunch. After that, I think Josh went and did a bolt check. Uh, on our way out of the quarry, Wild Bill. Was playing on something. I don't know. He's behind me. All I know is I get on the. I hear a thing on the radio. The drive. The rear drive shaft has left the chat. Oh yeah. <laughs> it looked like that drive shaft looked like it spun four yeah. times without spinning <clears throat> the out. Like it, it looked <laughs> like it spun. Comp- and it, yeah, yep, the tires yep. didn't turn an inch, and it spun four times. And it was only like two inches from the rear yoke. Yeah, it yeah, was crazy. It just it just uh, candy caned it. The. Uh, Sorry. The, I think what happened there was a little bit earlier on in the quarry, he was trying to go through an obstacle that was a little bit deep and took a little bit of a wrong line. He was real close Dropped to the rear though. tire in. I think he may have put a little dent in that drive yeah, shaft and that's what so. KO'd it. And so, yeah, he went after lunch, he went and put a rear drive shaft in cause he had one 
And I guess he also buckled his upper front control arms. Yeah, but they're short arms, so you know, yeah, it's fine-ish. It's I fine. guess I guess it's fine. I, I think he said they were the stock extra, ones. Anyway, yeah, they are. So like, extra geez. caster. You know that thing is crazy. When you were talking about caster, I thought he broke the front end. Yeah, no, no. It's just that it's he got so much center over when he turns it actually tips the tire in at yeah the that's top. because those upper control arms were bent that's crazy is it because it literally bent the upper control arm like maybe an inch or two back from the uh axle mount yeah and it just literally looks like the, the arm goes straight out and then just knuckles over like it, it looked like a derby <laughs> car it was like yeah. it was turning on the front of the knuckle so far but i, was I like, bet it has 15 to 20 degrees of, can- of uh, yeah. caster <laughs> yeah i mean it's insane how well that thing works 35 patagonias it yeah it just it like he was yep. smoking lines you guys were getting on, you yeah, know. Yeah, he doesn't do too bad. So yeah, lockers front and rear, and then just because it doesn't have hardly any lift, he just trimmed. Yeah, he just, lives by the sawzall method. Yeah, exactly. And uh, the sawzall lift, and because it's so low, it just works. Like he went up that back wall, then Myrtle tried to get on it, and I was like, Yeah, no, no, you can't. Like you're too tall. Yeah, and that's the thing, and that's what I learned in 2017 when I went out there and watched another guy on like three inches, four inches of lift on 40s trying to get up on stuff. He was just walking around stuff. And I'm, I was trying to do it on my 38s and I had no, no way I could do it. Just felt it was super un like uncomfortable and all it's that like, stuff. D- just kind of felt the, tippy or yeah, tippy. Yep. Yeah. Tippy all the time. Cumbersome. And I was like, I know what the problem is here is it's too tall. Yeah. You gotta be low. Yeah. And so like, that's what I'm saying about yours. Go up to a bigger tire and stay as low as you can. Yeah. And that's just kind of nice about the Wranglers is you don't have the packaging constraints like you do on mm-hmm. a Cherokee. You can only cut so much up into them. Oh, I no. mean, you just keep on going. Yeah. Josh is, <laughs> you know, Josh, you can see through his, you know, the back yeah. end of his. I mean, that's he the way you do it. Up yet. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you, you can, but it's going to take some, some work, but mm-hmm. his looks know. so good now that he got it redone it with does. those fenders, the, I think the panels so on the back of it. Yeah. I think um, I told him, I was like, can you make me a set of those? It's, fender panels because that's what i was wanting to make for mine initially yeah, yeah. yep i just need to figure out how to break instead them. of dynamat <laughs> no just the the outer fender skin yeah the outer quarter oh skin. yeah yeah, yeah. I gotcha. i gotcha i want to make that um so um i want to yeah only that but uh after lunch we headed back out after we got a bolt check and all that stuff done we headed back out on trail and you were doing something what do you have to tighten up on yours oh uh well, I when I fixed the locker, I, I mean, you know, I changed to those offset yeah. times on the tie rod, and I made a quick adjustment where I thought it was supposed to be, but I had oh, it yeah. angled in. Well, it had so much return to center, like you let off the Your wheel, toe, yeah, it would jerk the wheel back, you know, Which center. Is great. <laughs> but it was confusing the locker. Cause it was dragging oh, the tire so much. So it was making the same noise again. I was mm-hmm. like this son of a bitch. But then when I changed it, it was fine. And it was, the steering was nice and free. Oh really? Yeah. So was I the just had still clicking as much. No, really? Uh, less. Yeah. It, right at the end of the trip, it quieted up. Really? Yeah. That's wild. They said it would be loud at first. Yeah. With, you know, until like kind of broke it's in. It's funny because it sounds like a cowbell. Ding, <laughs> ding, yeah. Ding, I was going through ding, the hubcaps. Yeah, <laughs> you've got the chrome center caps on those wheels, yeah. on those waggies. <laughs> and uh yeah it's just dink 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 through those i was like just take like, those. it's broken like it's fine just take those center caps off you'll be fine yeah <laughs> yeah it doesn't look as pretty <laughs> put some dynamite inside of them yeah oh, oh yeah that's i could yeah, yeah just put it in there <laughs> it doesn't that's bother. all you need is just to make it not go ding, 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 <laughs> i like ding, it though ding. <laughs> 
<laughs> Here comes Joel. Ding, 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 you're going to you're gonna change your hula girl in the hood over to a cow. Yeah. <laughs> a dancing cow. Um, so uh, we headed back out and uh, we're just going to do some light trail riding. Josh was like, oh, you lead the way. I was like, all right. So we kind of just cruised out towards the dunes. Just kind of goofing around on the roads and stuff like that. And then we headed off into the woods and we dropped down like literally what? 15 minutes into our ride after lunch. We yeah. dropped down to the woods, into the ravine on the very, what would be the South end, I guess of the Creek. And yeah. I was just kind of, I was literally just working us down to the end of the Creek and I was going to turn around and then we're just going to work our way up the Creek. And that's what was my plan. My plan was go through the tubes. Just kind of just, just trail ride. Yeah. That's all I wanted to do. And I go to turn a corner. I'm on flat ground in like four inches of water with like sand bottom. <laughs> and all of a sudden my steering goes pop. It just, it's always pop. And when it did the pop, it all of a sudden got really hard to turn. I was like, well, that's weird. And I pulled forward like four feet and I was like, uh, that's odd. And so I put it in reverse and I backed up and I'm like trying to steer it. Nothing and like it, it would steer, but it was really tight. Like you yeah. had zero power steering. I'm like, what just happened? And so I hopped out and went and looked at it and there's just fluid everywhere. Bleeding. Fluid just running off the court, off the front, uh, off the front, not core support, but the cross member there across the front of the Cherokee right behind the bumper. It's got fluid running off of it. There's fluid just everywhere. I'm like, what? Did I just blow all a steering line? Like, I don't understand what happened. And so we popped the hood and investigate it. And the top end is all dry. Everything's dry up there, but underneath is just running fluid out of it. I'm like, hmm. And so, uh, I pulled it up on the dry ground right there and we got to investigate a little closer. I tried to look at it like a, I was trying to get underneath, underneath there to look at it, but there was fluid all over that cross member. It yeah. had sprayed fluid down, like across that cross member, coated the other side of the frame and everything. And there was like, well, get down there and look at it. I'm like, I can't because it's raining transmission <laughs> yeah, fluid. No like, clue where it's coming. Yeah, hydraulic from. fluid. And uh, so I like, okay, well, here, this looks like a dry spot. And I went to go stick my head underneath there and l- instantly dropped a drop of, uh, <laughs> like I had my head twisted to the side to look. Um, like I had a head twisted to the right to look towards the box to see what was going on and instantly dropped a piece, a drop of training fluid, like on my, like basically right below my temple. I don't know if it ran into my eye, but for like the next half hour, my eye felt dry. I was like, Hmm, <laughs> it dropped. I think I got transmission fluid in my eye. Drop ATF in one eye and dirt in the other. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Good to go. <laughs> oh man. Uh, what ended up happening was something it has the steering box on that Jeep has an EMS billet front cover, uh, front cap. And what it is, you take the steel front cap out of the aluminum cap that's in there from the factory, mm-hmm. pop that out, put the EMS cap in, and it's drilled uh, and tapped for a hydraulic fitting so that you can run hydro assist. And then you drill the top cap, the four bolt top cap on that box, and you put the other fitting in there. Somehow that EMS cap had like gotten loose or something. And, um, somehow it popped out and I was like, I don't understand. Like, did the ring disappear? Did, was it not seated correctly? I have no idea. Uh, but we're trying to figure out how I'm going to get this thing back off trail. Now that I have no power steering and we're down in the almost as far South as you can get in the park. And yeah, we're over by the cows. Yeah. We ended up (laughs) deciding to, uh, to take the Creek and just run the Creek all the way back to the tubes and then get out there and then take the, uh, access road back to the, the thing and you aired up to make it a little easier. Yeah, so we aired up the front tires to make it a little easier to steer, which is interesting because then when you hit a rock, it just tried to steer you everywhere. 
So like, don't put <laughs> your fingers here. <laughs> don't put your fingers inside the steering wheel. Oh, yeah. You'll try to break your hand. I broke my pinky. Did you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Doing that? In the steering wheel. Yeah. I fell off a rock and turned the tire. Or the no wheel. kidding. Yeah. Wow. John had to straighten it for me. Wow. <laughs> um. So we did that. We, we, uh, were, I was able to get it turned around and surprisingly it still steered pretty decent. It has that WJ pump in it. Yeah. And I was like, great. I'm going to burn this pump up trying to get it back because <laughs> there's literally nothing I can do here. Yeah. And so, to my surprise, dude, I, I got it all the way back to the trailer, loaded it. No, like almost no fluid dripping out at this point. And that front cap is just completely off the box. And, uh, I got it off the trailer and pulled into the garage. That pump never whined once. <laughs> like it's never made, it doesn't make any noise. Like it's, I don't, co- it's completely out. It's not going to It has no wine because it has no fluid yeah. to wine with. Yeah. There's no it air. May be, going I, through I haven't it. opened the cap to see yet. It might like, <laughs> burn it up. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's, it's dead, dead. I feel like if it burned up, it would have made some noise and never made a, never made a peep. I did try to keep the RPMs as low as possible. Right. It probably had it since all the pressure dumped off. It's not building pressure. Oh, whatever's in, it's probably lubricating. It's probably fine. It's just chilling. Yeah. It's just chilling. Cause there's no pressure. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, cause Cause it had pressure or wine. Yeah. There's nothing on the pressure side. Cause that That wine, I think it's like a cavitation when you get Mm -hmm. air in it. It's like, and it's, and it's making pressure, Yeah, but it has no fluid, but it's trying to make pressure. Right. That completely makes sense. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Cause the high side off of that box, then it's like nothing. Yeah. So it probably wouldn't even, it probably wouldn't burn the pump up then. No, probably not. What's in it probably lubricate it good enough. And you're not creating pressure inside the Mm -hmm. casing to make it. Do anything just weird. a wet pump just running. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Probably. probably I thought about looping it. the I was like, man, I wish there was a way to loop the the pressure side over to the the return side just to keep fluid in it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to burn that pump up. I mean it's just a stock pump, but at the same time, like it's just something extra that you gotta put in there if you do. Exactly. Uh so we got it back here, pulled it off the trailer yesterday morning and pulled it inside. I actually took it to the car wash and washed the shit out of it. Yeah. I, I washed everything underneath there to try to make it as nice as I could to work on. And then uh, dropped the box out of it. And sure enough, it pushed the snap ring that holds that EMS cap in there. It pushed that snap ring out of the casing. So it just broke the cast casing of the box. Yeah, the lip where the, yep. the ring just broke in. it and pushed it out. I was like, wow, that's fucked. The, the cap is literally crooked. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. I well, don't understand how it happened. Well, I know when you're taking those apart, when you when you take the snap ring out of the, mm-hmm. out of the end of that cap, you can spin you know, your, your input shaft side and it'll push that worm gear to the end and Mm -hmm. push that cap out. Mm -hmm. I almost wonder if it got started too many rotations to one side or something and it was always hitting it. I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe it's just kissing it. Yeah. Or just maybe just pressure over time. You know, it's hard to say. Yeah. But it broke, it broke it where the end of the ring clip is. So like that was a point where there wasn't, uh, on, you know, like there wasn't, there was a gap there. Right. Um, but, and on an XJ, you really can't hit that on anything. I mean, you hit the no, core support the, way yeah. before you, and you'd that have to get through the way. bumper and everything else to hit that. So. Right. And so with all of that going on, um, I've never really liked that box anyway. Yeah. It's an box. old junkyard box to the best of my knowledge, or maybe it's a stock box out of Matt's Jeep that had 200,000 miles on it. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, so I've never really loved that box. I mean, it's a Saginaw, you know, Saginaw box, yeah. I think. And I, I mean, tightened it just... up. I tightened it up. I did do the, uh, Scott Turner, uh, walked me through the, 
preload process on how to get the preload set on that box for mm-hmm. like your return to center and stuff. Right. And so I set all that up a while ago. Um, and that tightened that box up a lot. It made it feel a lot better. Yeah, so you if you have like really loose steering in your screw Jeep, the bolt in on it. And- yeah. You, what you do is you put, <clears throat> you put an inch pound torque wrench on your, like a bar, a beam style. Yeah. Torque wrench on your nut that's on the steering wheel. And then you oh, undo your, steering. you undo your, I think you're supposed to do it with the, the box empty. I don't remember. None. none anyway, take your pitman arm loose. You take your uh, your tie rod loose, your drag link loose from your uh, pitman arm, and then you uh, turn that with that beam style, and it's supposed to be like th- thirteen to fifteen or fifteen to seventeen um, inch pounds, I think it is, hmm. something like that, or maybe it's foot pounds. I don't know. You have to ask Scott Turner; he knows all the answers. Uh, or you can Google it with the Google machine and see how many it is. But anyway, when you come around to center, when you get to like where you're uh, the center of the of your range. Um, that's where it's supposed to like peak out. Mm-hmm. That's supposed to be your highest, uh, torque or whatever. And then, um, as you get off to the very side, like you're all the way to your right or all the way to the left, that's when you'll be at your lowest, which is like 13 or 10 or 13. <clears throat> and so I did all that. I set that preload, tighten the box down. It was great. It, it worked. It did tighten it up quite a bit. Um, that won't work now. uh so last night while i was getting ready to go to sleep i did order a redhead yeah so i ordered a redhead uh what's her name i don't know tiffany oh fuck hairdresser name tiffany nothing but problems out of that one i'm gonna write tiffany on it before i put it put it in exactly (laughs) (laughs) um I ordered that up. I ordered, so I reached out to Redhead yesterday to check on availability to see how long it was going to take to get one because if it's going to be too long, I'm not going to make Cater Note Day. And so, like, that's not an Ooh, option. Yeah. Right. And so, uh, the sales rep over there, Brad, got back to me yesterday evening, I think it was yesterday afternoon. He got back to me and said that they had them on the shelf. And for my application, I told him it was for a 95 Cherokee with 40s. He said for that application, he recommended a Durango style box and he gave me the part number for them. He recommended a four turn uh, over my like three and a quarter, three and a half that I have now. Is that four turn lock to lock? Yeah, four yeah. turn lock to lock. So lower ratio is like a th- yeah. 15 to one. I don't remember what it is. That's what's in my YJ. Oh, really? Yeah. You got a four turn in that? Yeah, it's like, I think you like it. it probably is. You like yeah, it? Yeah, I like it. It's like not, I mean, with turn. 33s, it's like I never Super. have to fight the wheel. Yeah, even turns. without hydro system. Yeah, it turns yeah. like glass. <clears throat> so I ordered um, ordered that last night, part number 18, uh, 18511-4T uh, from Redhead and got that coming. That was a chunk of change. Yeah. Because that, so I re- initially looked them up while we were there at the Badlands, looked up one for Cherokee, uh, which is 18510 is a part number for that one. And everything pre-drilled, uh, pre-ported and drilled for hydro assist was like five, no, six, 15 out the door or something like that shipped. And I was like, okay, that's not bad. That was without the return label. So the return label would have been another 35 um, on top of that. But this new box, and that was with the core too, is $150, $150 core. So when I send that back, I'll get that core back. I better I, send them a different one because yours busted. <laughs> <laughs> I have one at the house actually I can send back. And but it's not going to be the Durango style that they're yeah. sending. I mean, me, they whatever. probably use the parts on the inside. Yeah, so they, they just need a box back. Yeah. Um. So I am. Uh. So I get last night. I go to order this one, 
It is eight twenty two out the door. Oh, good lord! I was like, oh god, there's an extra fifty dollar core for that box. So they probably do want the correct box back. Yeah. Oh well. Like, well, well, this isn't a Durango, so <laughs> you're going you to get a you Cherokee take, one. Take my $50 off, yeah. you know, because I can't go to the junkyard and get it for that. So No, hell no. Um, so, yeah, I'll send them that one back. And, uh, yeah, so I ordered that last night, and it's, it should be in the mail soon, I hope. I did, uh, yesterday, I also called Summit Juleen, um, called her, and ordered two summit joints for the uh, end of my rusties links to get rid of those rusties forge joints that they have. They're yeah. just, they're done. Wore out. They're like 14 years old. Mm. Yeah. Never been rebuilt. Those, those flex joints are Himes. Those are flex joints. The flex joints. Yeah. So they're adjustable flex joints. Actually, I could take the, the rusties joints that are in there. I could pull those out, rebuild them and rebuild them, throw yeah. in new, um, what are those plastic Delrin, whatever yeah. uh, races are? Mm-hmm. I could throw new new ones of those in there, and I may, and just have them sit on the shelf for yeah, whatever spares. Yeah, Sp- spares like Spare. I'm ever gonna break a <laughs> summit joint. Yeah, um, knows. So I ordered two uh, inch and a quarter summit joints and the spanner tool to set preload or rebuild them if I ever need to. Should have had her made make you some of them two and a half inch solid aluminum link bars too. <sighs> <laughs> not there yet when i order my cross member so the steering box just set the cross member back which is unfortunate yeah but because i was really like thinking like oh, i'm gonna order that i could order that i could order i could easily order that cross member yeah. and the links for the price i'm about to buy pay for 20s so i'm yeah. kind of dumb but i mean <laughs> yeah whatever i know. could just polish the pyos run, yeah. and run that <laughs> and then order a cross member i mean it's uh, not a bad idea yeah but it's not gucci though you know mm. This is true. I could just order the 20s and then sell the 16s I just took off. I mean, they'll probably finance the 16s will probably finance the. Yeah, there's people um, running the plenty of those that want them. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Somebody's going to see those go. Ooh, I need those for my truck. Especially, especially five, clean them up. You know? Five polished PYOs. Oh, yeah. And uh, some BFG KM2 or K- KM2s. Yeah. Um, But. Uh, I bet you get 1200 bucks out of them. Andy was thinking I should listen for 18. Really? Yeah. For five of them. So I did the math I mean, yesterday. Guess. So the four tires that are on there that are like half tread, I would give a, a value of about 600 bucks. Yeah. Um, on those. And then you have a one brand new tire, which is 310 on Amazon. And then you have five PYOs, which I valued about 800. Yeah. So you got six and eights, 14 plus another three. That's 17. Yeah. I guess, I guess you're not too far yeah. out there. So always shoot four or five hundred dollars over what you want. I guess they're yeah, gonna let them talk it down and they're gonna be like, I got a deal. Anyways. And you'll be like, cool. Got what I want. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah, I'm I'll probably get them cleaned up and listed here in the near future, I hope. And um <clears throat> that'll put some money in my pocket there. I got a few other things I could sell, but I'm gonna really start pushing towards getting that cross number coming. Yeah, you need to start selling stuff because you keep selling me and I, you know, I can only do so much. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I do want to get, uh, um, I want to get the Iron Man four by four cross member. Yeah. Yeah. That thing is nice. I think so. I'm going to order the front and the rear all at the same time yeah. and then just put it in and just build the rest of the Jeep around it. 
Yeah, that's probably what I'll do on the XJ when I do mm-hmm. the lift on that, like I the hope, three link or whatever. I hope that it'll fit in the XJ without getting in the way of the, uh, well, I guess. If you do the rear too, you'll go to a coil spring. <laughs> yeah, yeah nah, I'd probably go to coilovers. Yeah. So the hoops that are in there, I can actually think I can fit a 12 inch coilover in the rear. Yeah. Without changing could. anything. Yeah. Just put a hoop in the, up in the fender. It's wall. already in there. Oh yeah, it is. oh yeah, yeah, it is in there, yeah. isn't it? All yeah. I got to do is figure shot. out where I want to mount my, where I want to mount the, well, I take the leaf springs that all go away and then I just put a tab on the axle Yeah, and it's there. I You'd think have I'd, to cross, probably <clears throat> run a crossbar back there or something, you think? Put a four link in. Well, I mean for the shock tower up top. I don't know. Think it'd flex it? <laughs> Let's do it and find out. I guess so. <laughs> Hell with it. <laughs> that would suck if I had to do a crossbar. Yeah. because the crossbar would be all sorts of in the way of everything. Yeah. I it mean, would have to be, it would have to be one that ran the crossbar. If I put one in there, I would run it. Basically I'd build like a little flange, a little flange with a piece of tube that slid up perfectly between the, uh, <clears throat> the piece of sheet steel that's there. Yeah. And the hoop. And then on the inside, I would put the beam in there and then bolt it together. It's kind of like how you got your track bar. Like going uh, through the floor, like that little Oh, the anti wrap cross Yeah, the anti wrap yeah. Similar, but I would make it fully removable. Yeah. <clears throat> because. Um, and they have those cage tie-ins, those those ones that kind of yeah slide together and bolt. I, I don't think I would do, well, I could probably do That's that. what a lot of guys do on their front crossover that'd be, tubes. That'd be decent. If I did flat flanges, though, it would just go straight down and bolt right to the carpet. Oh, yeah. And then when just, I need to take my fuel tank out, I just yeah, unbolt the four transition. bolts and then just pull that out completely. Yeah, that wouldn't be But, man, that would just fuck all sorts of stuff. Yeah, just, just mimic Josh's. Setup. Not worth it. <laughs> like, not worth it to build what I was just talking about. Yeah. I wonder if I could. I wonder if the one by one by eighth that's in there that builds that whole rear structure. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's stout enough to be used as a as a cross member. I, I, think, like it, thing. I think if you plated it before you put anything to it, I think you'd be all right. I think so. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'd have to see about that. But that's a long way out. Yeah. You know, if I'm I had, if I got to rebuild that whole back end, though. I think you should just send it. it the way it is. You know, just it. fix little things. That it's break too much. It. Yeah. It just, just it works. It really does. It does. Yep. You know, it's fun watching you and Josh's rigs. You know, he'll like his is like the super refined, like big money bill. I that. You know, I hate, I hate hearing that his is like the refined version of mine. It, oh, I mean, yours isn't like redneck like, hacks or like, nothing, uh, but it's yeah. like yours has got a lot of homemade stuff, which is not, yeah. it's not yeah. thrown He's together. Got, it's planned it out. Is-ish. And it's, <laughs> you, know, you know, it's still in the works, but it's the difference. Yeah, between, I don't have, I don't have aluminum links and coilers. Right. You know, yeah. and it's like, I'm, it's the difference between somebody that built something on paper and like. You know, I'm sure yeah. he did a lot of calculations and all that Probably. stuff. I just threw it together. And and Wing then it. and then mine's and like it's the cool. low. Yeah, mine's the low buck. Yeah, probably sort of. Well, it's it's cool to see somebody get something on trail and make changes. You know, to it to get it to do what they want to do, and then someone that fully builds something out on paper and like yeah. planned it out, right? And then they go and do it, and it's like. It's definitely the more refined version. Of yeah. Because it has coilovers on all four corners. It's four yeah. link rear, three link front. I, I've always liked his build. Oh, I almost got that motherfucker. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> 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 fucking fruit flies. Uh, 
you brought them with you. <laughs> Dude, they're always them. in here chilling. They're like, oh man, I love this show. Uh, I've always loved his build. And then like, yeah, this last rendition where he's. Yeah, it's done the rears, now. Just, I hope he gets beautiful. the. We were looking underneath of it to see how like to run the exhaust. It's going to be ridiculous. Yeah. Because it has to, it's on the outside right now of the four link. So it has to go under the four link up into the, tr- to the drive shaft tunnel run straight through the drive shaft tunnel till it gets almost to where the fuel tank would be like just before the, like it gets into that cavity where all that suspension stuff used to yeah. be. And then it'll have to turn and then come back and then it'll have to make like a 90 degree turn and then another 90 and then come back out behind the, you know, to the rear bumper or whatever pie, to get a tailpipe. Pie cuts are your best friend. Nah, ain't no pie cut in that one. <laughs> you spend a lifetime. You just you, you just order a bunch of bins. Yeah. Or like he was cut. saying, like he was saying, I think this is one of the situations where you just take it to the exhaust shop and go, it needs to end here. Yeah. <laughs> From here to, to here. It needs to clear all of these components and end here. Yeah. Um, and then his and then his cousin Chris was like, uh, you should uh he's like, You seen that that oval tube that they have? Yeah. Spintech makes yeah, that oval tube. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, yeah, I, was like, I don't think it's cheap, but uh, yeah, it'd be, it'd be a sweet option for that. It's situation. pricey. They got, they got some weird Is options for mufflers and stuff. It's yeah. not too bad, but yeah, you know, you got the aluminized and stainless. If you get stainless, it's like three <sighs> times as much, but yeah, it's but like you NASCAR stuff. It. You could polish it out. Yeah. But I mean, you could also take a tube and just crush it too. I think at some point I'm going to polish a transfer case and put it in the Jeep. Oh Lord. Just to be a dick. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot of little ribs and stuff. Jeez. Maybe I'll get one of those uh, vibratory tumblers. Yeah, that'd probably there. take a lot of hand work out in there. originally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, all in all, it was a good trip. Broke my Jeep, but we got parts coming to fix it. Um, that was just a shakedown for Cater Note. Uh, I wish the day would have gone a little bit better. I wish the weekend would have gone a little bit better. Yeah. But I just trying to fit a lot of stuff in just a few days. I'm so unorganized well, in the shop here. Like I could have spent my time a little bit better here in the shop, trying to make sure that I was getting things ready to go, but I was just all over the place. I think, I think you just run into this thing where we're so busy. Yeah. You don't make time to organize. And then the organizing stuff always comes back later to bite you. <laughs> and it causes you to spend Lose more time. time. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like an endless cycle. Uh-huh. It's an endless cycle. Like do you it make just, time up front to be organized or do you make time or do you, do you have to take time later? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that goes back to like the whole thing in the shop of us getting that wall put up with the grinders and the, yeah, that's kind of, you know, having tools for the shop. We'll get there. You know, it's one of those things of, um, I, I have all this work booked out because I have certain goals that I want to meet each week in the shop yep. to try to grow the, grow this business to a certain size. And you got to have, and that's too. why we're so busy. But nope. you're uh, you're getting there. It's gonna be another ninety days. I feel like I took uh, like another thirty percent, maybe twenty percent, thirty percent of the load, like yeah, onto myself. The stuff that I could do. Yeah, yesterday was nice. After we got done doing those wheels, and you went immediately to those steps. It was like I didn't have to tell you to go to the steps. Yeah, like that you didn't look at me and go, "What do I do next?" You're <laughs> just like, "Oh yeah, the steps need done." I'm like, ah, nice. Yeah, and then yep. I'll get less and less. Where oh, for sure. you just yep. tell me what needs what we're what's on the bill for mm-hmm. the truck, and then we just get we're after just it. And it, whoever yeah. doesn't get to it first or whatever gets to it. I next. think we're gonna get to the point where we're getting in here at you know seven, eight, leaving around five. Yeah, <clears throat> so like that. So. Like if we get to the point where. It's going to, it's going to get better. And then from there, we're going to be able to get to the point where we're making our weekly quota 
in mm. four days instead of five. I think and we, when we get to that point, we're going to start extending some weekends. Yeah. As far as like, Hey, we're going to not is work a, this Friday. Unfuck the shop day. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be <laughs> a good thing to do. Yeah. Unfuck the shop. Yeah. Or, you know, like do one Friday. I was like, okay, we're doing only, you know, cleaning the shop, organizing stuff like that. And then another Friday be like, all right, we're going to four wheeling. Yeah. <laughs> Just like show up. All right. Well, I'll see you at five in the morning. Yeah. But we're going to go four wheeling instead of work. <laughs> no, nah, I'm all for that. Mm-hmm. Yep. I need those days. I need more of those days. Yeah. I mean, because if, you know, and that's what's, that's what I think a lot of people run into something with their passion, you know, look at it. For instance, look at a mechanic mm-hmm. that works on cars every day. He always has the belt, most beat up piece of right. shit car. And it's not because he's a bad mechanic. It's because. She doesn't want to do it. He just doesn't want to do yeah. it. You know? Yeah. And you, you start losing value in your passion and stuff. And I think if you do it too much, if you don't find your center mm-hmm. and stay on top of things to where you are still excited about what you do, but you can also walk away from it and do other things that you love to do. Right. You just get consumed. I think a lot of people lose their, you know, their drive like that, but hopefully I can help fix that for you. Yeah. You know? We're going to get there. We're going to get there. Um, yeah. All right. So we're going to wrap up this. We're gonna move to Patreon. Yeah. You ready? Let's do it. It's an hour and 35 minutes with these guys. Oh, I know we get a good one. Yeah, we did. We talked about off-road shit. I hear, I want to hear zero complaining this yeah. week. Yep. What's the name of the episode going to be? Uh, clown shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's going to get the attention. <laughs> clown shoes. Uh, all right. It's from so, that meme all the time. They <laughs> Oh, Keep busting. Yeah. Fuck those guys. <laughs> Fuck those guys. Fuck those guys. <laughs> Anderson, uh, the, the episode's name's going to be Fuck Anderson. Fuck Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, He's like, oh, they must have went wheeling. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, check out Complete Off-Road and check with Chris. Chris has all the good stuff and he has everything you need. Check with... Uh, Crawler Off-Road to get your off-road recovery gear. I used my Crawler Off-Road recovery gear this weekend. I pulled Bill off of a <laughs> uh, off of some rocks and probably destroyed his drive shaft. Oh, my God. With my Crawler recovery I rope. I don't know if it was Crawler or not, but uh, Andy and Brian had to pull me off that tree limb down there in the oh, tubes. Really? It was uh, yeah, the stupidest shit he's got crawler, crawler stuff. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and uh, and then Josh tried to lose his crawler kinetic rope out through his floorboard that you <laughs> talked about and him not having. Hey, you should. <laughs> he went up this hill and all of a sudden you hear Andy behind him. Beep, 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 beep. He's like, crawler rope's hanging out of your floorboard. They're <laughs> <laughs> wrapping around the axle. It's fine. He had it hung really cool. He took his soft shackle and hung the soft shackle off of the roll cage. Oh. And then he coiled the kinetic up and then hung it in the soft shackle. I'm oh, like, oh, yeah. that's genius. That is genius. Yeah. I was like, that's, that's a great way to hold it. Like it just kind of sits back there and just hangs out and you need it. Like, yeah, everything's right here. Just undo the soft shackle and take it all with you. He saw me and you rolling out and he's like, yeah, I better get this fucker ready. <laughs> uh, <laughs> here so, comes the trail plugs. <laughs> maybe, maybe he had anticipated being the trail plug. And that's oh, why he has his rope yeah. ready. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, check out crawl off road. Those guys are awesome and they make awesome stuff. So, uh, check out Offroad Anonymous. I one of the coolest things that I put on my Jeep, and I have this is the second time getting to use them, and it's the best. And it is the axle bra- the axle mounts for strapping it down to the trailer. Yeah, I need Dude, some I of those. It, so bad. I pull it on the trailer. I have my straps. I took all my brand new straps that I had, and I cut them, and I singed the end of them um, so they don't fray. Yep. I cut them all down to like eight feet long, 
you know, pull the Jeep on the trailer. I just little short strap, hook them on the hook, them on the hooks there on the axle, hook them on the hooks on the trailer, ratchet it down, dude. It's so fast, so convenient. And I know that it's strapped well. Yeah. Like I don't have to worry about it. I'm not strapping to the body anymore. I'm not strapping it to the bumper or whatever, you know, ghetto-ness there is. It's strapped (laughs) right to the axles. The Jeep rides back there just smooth as anything. Yep. That's um, the way it's supposed to be. I love it. It was one of the best things I put on. So I, I ran out of room on mine because I was like, oh, I'm going to get some of those and put them. I was like, there's nowhere to put them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have axle left. <laughs> you know, I if you look at my front axle, it's I had to get creative. I actually, my lower ones are actually on my uh, my four link brackets oh, yeah. off the back of the axle. Oh, yeah. I, I guess cut I them down them and I cut them down and put them flat against there. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. And so the idea. hook goes up inside the four link bracket and then falls down into the the eyelet. I'm so one of the diff cover. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. As long as you're using one like a rough stuff diff cover. It is. Yeah. yeah. It's, oh, yeah. It's big talking. dog. It's, yeah. it's fine. <laughs> one, one there be fine. <laughs> yeah. Order the big three eighths one so you can get two hooks in it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, check out Offer Anonymous. They got a brand new website up and they think they're running a sale on maybe everything. Yeah. Uh, but definitely swing over there and check that out. Offroadanonymous.com. Lots of good stuff. And last but not least, uh, I believe Tyler said that the 10.6 should be back in stock, I think today or yesterday. Um, uh, so yeah, if you're looking for some more flight stuff, go over to moreflate.com and uh, check out what Tyler has in stock or has available for sale. He needs to make them for big rig tires. For big rig tires? Yeah. Like semis? Yeah. Yeah. They, they'll do it. Like a short one that we can do them all in that square. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. He'll do that. He'll make it for us if we wanted one. Yeah. Yeah. You want that? Yeah. That'd be cool. <laughs> you do them all at the same time. Just do more flight and inflate all tires. You know yeah. how pissed off that compressor would be? <laughs> Angry. Even that big one, you just got to yeah. piss it off. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Check out uh, more flight. I believe that's all we have for episode 142. You have anything you'd like to add? Oh, no. Okay. I don't think so. Right on. Cool. We're going to get out of here and move to the Patreon. If you are not subscribed to the Patreon, go check it out. Um, It's the top link right there in your show notes. So that's all we got. And this time we actually will catch you on the trail. I'll probably be broken though. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I can't keep the fuck off jack stands. It, is, yeah, it's, <laughs> it loves it. It loves it. Just bring jack stands with you and put it on in jack stands on the parking lot. <laughs> I, I think I should do that. Yeah, just take it. the wheels off. Put on jack what are you doing? Uh, this is wheeling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>